Welcome to the Disney World Vacationer Podcast. I'm your host, Tiki Lagoon Sam, and today we'll be talking about my trip to Disney World. I just got back from a December 2023 trip for almost two weeks. And boy, what an amazing trip it was. I'll talk a lot about food, where I stayed, compared to other places where I prefer to stay, and all that. Luminous, the new nighttime show at Epcot I got to see for the first time. Dreamers Point opened at Epcot, that whole middle section. Lots and lots of new stuff. Uh, But first, I want to talk about a couple news stuff going on. As you know, I'm a Disney Vacation Club member. And I got some wonderful news. The Polynesian Villas and Bungalows, that new tower they're making, is part of the same association which means since I own DVC at the Polynesian, first of all, the value has gone up because of this. Second, I'm able to book there. Uh, if I had a lot of new places that Disney opens, new hotels that they they built or are building, I can't stay at because I bought resale. But because this is part of the original Polynesian Association, I can book here. And... <laughs> I have a few thoughts on this. I'm very excited about that. I will be booking in December of 2024 to stay there. That's it should be open by then. But the thing is, for people who have bought at Riviera and the new Disneyland Hotel Direct, um, or even resale, it sucks because. That the, the value of those things is, is not as good since people who buy resale and save a bunch of money at the, other, the older hotels, they can still have access to booking at this new Polynesian Tower, the recently opened Grand Floridians, uh, Resort Studios, but... Like resale people that buy at Riviera or the Disneyland Hotel can't book anywhere except those two, those places that they bought. I'm happy about it per, on a personal level, but it, but it sucks for people who own like Riviera or Disneyland Hotel. I know it's 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 cool because they bought most likely, and if they were smart to stay at those places where they bought. But it sucks for them as far as value is concerned. If they end up selling it or if they bought resale and they they can't book these places and they spent a good amount of money for that, you know, it sucks for them. But I'm so happy and excited. Hopefully these new these new towers, the new rooms look good. We'll see. The second thing is they uh, DVC released new photos of the new um, DVC at. Fort Wilderness, the cabins, and I hate it. It sucks. The concept art, the whole idea, the vibe, I'm not in at all. I think I'm not the only person who thinks that. I think there's a lot of people that feel the same way. The cabins, they're making it look not like cabins, and that's the whole point. They're making it modern and completely taking the cabin vibe out of it, and I think it's going to be disastrous for them because the people who are loyal and stay there currently and go every year after year they go to cabins because they want to be in a cabin this thing looks ugly it's like just white walls they're taking the theming out of everything 
the white walls, the the cabin out the outside doesn't even look like a cabin anymore. I mean, I posted uh I am posting videos of my trip with these thoughts and you could see video of it all. Uh it's some of it's out already and it'll come out every few days, each of my days and my thoughts and everything. So you'll see it on my YouTube. Um but I'm not happy with it, but I don't it doesn't matter. It's going to be a new association, so which means because I bought DVC resale, I won't be able to stay there. And I, I don't really care. Because just from the pictures, I don't want to stay at these places. I'm happy I can't stay there because it's something that I wouldn't want to. You know, I want to be have that option of these ugly places. I hope people don't buy it. And I hope Disney gets the, uh, uh, you know, get gets the hint. Be like, hey, we like theming. We like... You know, there's a, there's a war, we don't need everything to look, look like a modern Vegas hotel. You know what I mean? It's, it's, uh, I'm not happy about it. And I hope they change their ways. Um, hopefully the new Polynesian, <laughs> uh, tower is still nicely themed. Anyways, uh, those are my thoughts on that, but let's get to my trip. All right. I'll tell you what's crazy. On this trip, I went the first two weeks of December, which for DVC, this timeshare, is the hardest time to book because the points are the low, one of the lowest. The holiday stuff is all up. Um, and it, everybody likes to book at that time because of those, those things. Um, so... This trying to get a room is really hard. Like right at the eleven month mark, the people who own at their ho- at their DVC hotels, they book right away. Seven month mark, where it's people who can book anywhere they want, no matter where they own, is fully filled up. So it was really tough for me to get these rooms. I first had <laughs> um, like four nights at the Polynesian, two nights at Grand Floridian, split split by one night at Animal Kingdom Lodge and then another two nights at Grand Floridian and then a night at um, Copper Creek Wilderness Lodge. It was all segmented and ugh. But let me tell you, the week before the trip, one week, I kept looking and looking and refreshing. Like every day, I was refreshing the website, stalking the DVC website, trying to, what I really wanted was a Boulder Ridge studio for a few nights and then like a straight seven, six, seven nights at um, Polynesian studio. I ended up getting one night at Copper Creek, Copper Creek studio and then nine nights at the Polynesian studio. I'm so happy about that because it felt long and beautiful and, and Polynesian is my favorite. Um, so that was really nice. And I, I do like to start my trips, even if it's just one night, at Wilderness Lodge, especially holiday time, because it is so beautiful. Amazing. So um, let's start with the Wilderness Lodge. So again, I got the Copper Creek Studio. And, you know, it has two categories, um, walk-in shower category and non-walk-in shower. And I hate shower tub combos. Unfortunately, the only thing they had available that I got was the shower tub combo category. 
But I was willing to make that sacrifice because I love starting my trip at Wilderness Lodge, especially for the holidays with all the beautiful Christmas tree, Christmas decorations. It's just perfect over there. Cozy. Um, But when we get to the room, we got a surprise upgrade to a one-bedroom Copper Creek room, which is crazy because when you're DVC, I mean, everything's like fully sold out usually and fully booked. But out of necessity, sometimes they'll upgrade you. On the hotel side, they do it just as magical upgrades because they're not like always at capacity, but DVC is different. However, I guess out of necessity, we were upgraded. One bedroom, the highlight was the tub. I went in the, the it's a separate tub with jets. It was beautiful, wonderful. But here's the thing. it's a It was a blessing and a curse. It is more room. But first of all, it was on the seventh floor, which is the highest floor. So the balconies, we had two balconies, one from the bedroom and one from the main living area. They're enclosed balconies, which means if you sit down on the balcony, you can barely see over the high wall it has. The balconies are smaller. The roof is like covering all the light. So the room is darker than usual. And just walking into the room, you don't see like what we what we like to see from our window, right? When we walk in a room, like beautiful trees or beautiful scenery, big windows. No, it's not like that. We didn't like that at all. Um, the second thing is it's not cozy. It wasn't cozy. After staying in there and the excite, initial excitement wore off, we, we agreed, everybody in my family, we would have rather had a studio than a one-bedroom. The, the, the positive was the extra space, yes, but it didn't feel cozy. And, and not just because of we were on the seventh floor and it was an enclosed balcony, but also because the Copper Creek rooms, I don't like the design like the theme of it because they took the color out which is something they're, they've been doing with these rooms with in general at Disney World uh, the walls for example straight white walls there's no theme to it there's no color there's no like a tint um, the lights like a lot of the lights are just white lights instead of a nice warm yellowish color tint you know there's stuff like that little things like that that made it cold so I would if it was me and I had the choice first of all Boulder Ridge is where you want to stay when you're Wilderness Lodge not the Copper Creek section Boulder Ridge has the new as far as this DVC is the new uh, refurbished studios and they look beautiful from what I've seen on video Um, and it's cozy Boulder Ridge is cozy if you never stayed there at Wilderness Lodge and I was one who initially thought Copper Creek because it's in the main building and all that and it's you know it's a place to stay now it's not trust me Boulder Ridge that's where you want to be so that's what I thought about it that's what I thought about Copper Creek but oh also we had a friend who had club level access we went to the club level it sucks don't waste your money um not worth it it's, it's club level to me. I'm a big food guy. 
It's all about the appetizers and the feeling the place gives you. Is it worth it, you know? The special lounge. Food sucks. The best thing was the kids' corn dog nuggets. Didn't really have much else. And, but you could you could um, request Mickey bars, the ice cream bars. That was cool. But club level, avoid. Um... The other place we stayed at was the Polynesian. This is my number one favorite place to stay, especially VVC, and it, even more so after this day. It's just beautiful. It's special. It's magical. It's the the the, the studios are the best studios out of any of the properties, and I've stayed at all pretty much all of them. Um, I would say ninety five percent of all the hotels at Disney World. Um. Something that I noticed that I don't think most people realize, they replaced the fridge. The The fridge now has a separate freezer, <laughs> which was awesome, the mini fridge. They added uh, the outlets have like actual USB charger outlets to them too, not just the, the, the plugs. Um, the coffee maker is new, it's a little bigger, and the toaster is new, and it toasts faster. Um, also, we had a family that had access to the club level here. And although the club level is nicer than Wilderness Lodge and the food selection is a little better, it's still 100% not worth it. In fact, there were some nights that I was invited to go and I just didn't want to. I didn't go to the club level because the hors d'oeuvres specifically, no, it's not. It's not good. And the other time that we actually stayed club level, you think you have the best fireworks view, but you don't because they don't turn down the lights inside. So all you're seeing is a reflection of what's inside when you're staring out those big windows. During the daytime, it's beautiful, but at night, you can't really see the fireworks and stuff. So club level is whatever. Um, but yeah, the Polynesian, unbelievable, amazing. I toured... I also like to, every trip, it's a big part of it, is to tour the different hotels to see, the Disney hotels, to see how my feelings are towards it, where I prefer, where I want to stay next time. So we visited Saratoga Springs, we went to uh, Port Orleans Riverside, French Quarter, um, obviously the Contemporary, Grand Floridian, Yacht Club, Beach Club, Boardwalk. If you're deciding between Yacht Club, Beach Club, and Boardwalk, the Epcot Resorts, the Boardwalk is the way to go. Unless you're really into the pool and you want to spend time in the pool, then Beach Club, Yacht Club has the best pool as, as far as that's concerned. And between those two, I'd go with the Yacht Club. The Beach Club, I again, they repainted the walls to a dull gray when it was a beautiful bright blue makes a big difference. You'll see it in my video. I go through it all. Um, Saratoga Springs is a hidden gem. Oh, we also went to Animal Kingdom Lodge. Beautiful as always. Still, but my number, my top three, Polynesian number one, Grand Floridian, and Wilderness Lodge. Those are the three. Um, okay. I saw the new, I went to Epcot, opening day of Dreamers Point with the new Walt Disney statue. Beautiful. That whole middle section, they did a really nice job. 
Um, I do miss the fountain they used to have, but what they have now is still wonderful. They have some a lot of seating, uh, a lot of greenery, beautiful, especially at night. It comes alive with the lighting. There's so much lighting and effects going on in the music with the violin going on. They did a really wonderful job. I went and saw a walk through Moana Journey of Water for the first time. It's like a piece of animal kingdom came to Epcot. And I'm a huge fan. The waterfalls, the beauty, the greenery, the misting of the water. It was really nice. It's something I'm happy it's in Future World, is still what I call it, um, of Epcot. It's not just, I don't, I didn't want just concrete, you know, which I felt like a lot of the front part of Epcot was. Now they had to, and they added this greenery. It's beautiful. Um, the new luminous fireworks. I went for the first night and I saw it a couple times. First time from Japan. And then the second time I saw it was from Shiki Sai Restaurant. The new restaurant in uh, Japan from inside the restaurant. That was the best view. That's the best thing you could do. They they actually pipe in the music and the whole deal dimmed the lights. It was beautiful. But as far as the fireworks itself, after the initial excitement wore off, I like it better than Harmonious. I don't like Harmonious. It was annoying. A lot of yelling, um, off-brand Disney singing, um... Yeah, this was better. However, there is some music in it that doesn't... I don't feel like it's Epcot. It it seemed more like just music. That's just like contemporary music. Um, I still miss Illuminations. There is a lot more fireworks to this than Harmonious had. Harmonious barely had any fireworks. So that's a plus. But it's not something I need to go see <laughs> anymore, you know? I'll catch it, but like um, Happily Ever After Magic Kingdom, that's a must-see every time. This? No, it's not. So, meh. It's good to catch, but I wouldn't go out of my way. Um, let's get to the food. <laughs> uh, Shiki Sai. This was really good. We got the vegetable nabiyaki udon uh, soup with mushrooms that had spinach in it. It was $22. A little pricey for a soup, but it was wonderful. We actually, this is one of the few restaurants we went to twice because it was that good. The Philadelphia salmon roll was the highlight, I think, out of everything we ordered. We ordered a few rolls and the soup. Um, it has like a salmon eggs on it, like caviar. Uh, the cream cheese inside of it, it was wonderful. That was the best thing there. That was one of the best restaurants we went to. We went to the Brown Derby and got that uh, their classic uh, Cobb salad. As great as always, the ambiance inside is wonderful, classic Hollywood. I always watch a episode of I Love Lucy before we go. It's in my video. You'll see it. Um, 
the one where they go to the Hollywood Brown Derby in Hollywood to get me prepared and in the mood for this restaurant. So uh, the Brown Derby was very good. However, we only went for the salad. And I got to say, when the waitress found out that we were only ordering a salad, she had the worst attitude and the worst service I've ever had at Disney World. And I wrote in about it, too. So I was, that was really disappointing. Another highlight. And it, was, it wasn't on, on our radar, but it just so happened that we went and it was one of the best meals we had in the whole trip. Mama Melrose. Mama Melrose at Hollywood Studios. First of all, the inside is beautiful. It's got that classic Italian feel with the bricks and the the lighting, uh, the Christmas lighting all over. Beautiful. We got Mama's Pasta, which is a simple like white wine, tomato, um, pasta and olive oil and garlic. Oh. So good. We also got this. The um. Oh, there goes my mic. We also got the salmon. That was the fish of the day. Unbelievable. I think that was the best. We had a lot of fish on this trip. This was the one that comes to mind as the best. Crispy outside, juicy inside. Pasta with sauce underneath. This was a. We we would have went to this twice had we gone back to Hollywood Studios. It was that good. Um, we went to Sanaa at Animal Kingdom Lodge, Kidani Village. The bread service was fantastic as always. We also got a fish, which was good, but not as good as the salmon that we had at Mama Melrose. I wouldn't go out of my way to go back there, though. Um, if you're not staying there... Or you don't have the time on your Animal Kingdom day. Not worth it to go out of your way to go there. Uh, fish and chips at Yorkshire County Fish Shop. Um, Epcot. Must do. We had that like three times through the trip. Especially the fries are amazing. We don't usually like fish and chips. But this is one place that we'll get them every time. It's that good. California Grill. This is a $90 per person, three-course meal. We went there once before during the 50th anniversary, and we were blown away. The steak, the filet was unbelievable. Amazing. Um, They had this, uh, I think it was, uh, I don't know what it was exactly called, but it was a beef wonton, a, a staple of that place, apparently, and it was beautiful. It was amazing. Dessert was great. This time, we were disappointed. The quality of the steak went down. The, the, we got the filet, and it was uh, seasoned very well. Wonderful taste, but it wasn't soft. It wasn't easy to chew through. The quality went down. Uh, even the desserts, they took... <laughs> here's what they did. These, these what do I call them? scumbags <laughs> they took the wontons that everybody loves the beef wontons and they took it off the menu but you can get it in the lounge so essentially when i asked the waiter i said am i able to order that i don't see it on the menu but can i get that the, the waiter's like we still have it 
but you have to pay extra to get that. Can you believe that? Pay $90 a person. So they have it, but they made it in a way that it's not part of that your dinner meal. You can still have access to it, but you got to pay extra. The, the, the appetizers were whatever. I tried the uh, goat cheese ravioli, which is another favorite. I was pleasantly surprised. I don't like goat cheese, but it wasn't as sharp. It was easy and smooth. It didn't have that goat cheese punch to it. It was it was it was subtle. The broth was really good. It was a like a saffron broth, saff like a saffron tomato broth with a hint of sweetness. That was really good. That would be my pick if I had to go back, but. Uh, we won't go back until they change the menu again. Because it wasn't worth it. The the fireworks view and everything was amazing. Ambiance is beautiful. But I'm happy we went. But I won't go back until they change it. And hopefully the quality of the steak gets better. Um, Ohana. Another big one. Um, I hadn't gone there in years. The uh, It does... It was $62 a person. The, this one was worth it. And I will go back. The noodles, as as you may have heard, I can confirm they're unbelievable. They're so good. The teriyaki sauce on them. It's that smooth, like a honey pineapple type teriyaki sauce. It's not that pungent, sharp, like a soy sauce, teriyaki sauce, you know? This is, it, it tasted just like one of my favorite places in a lot of malls. There's this place called Sarku, Japan. They're known for their teriyaki sauce. It tasted just like that. Their noodles. Um, their wings, the chicken wings, also. Stellar, as people say, it's true. Um, the meat that comes is not that great. Low quality. But luckily, there's so many other things. Like they have a um, a uh, a chicken, a ch- chimichurri, uh, oak fired chicken. Also, that was really good. The mixed veggies, the salad they bring with the, the dressing, the bread and butter, and then the dessert with the uh, um, it's ice cream on top of uh, bread. Bread pudding, so good. That will be a place we go back to. But out of everything, um, the one thing that was the top for me, and it's simple, but it was amazing, Via Napoli Pizza at Epcot. You have to get the Quattro Formaggi. It's four cheese pizza. It's a white pizza, but we told them to add tomato sauce also. The mixture, it's a provolone, um, parmesan, fontina, and mozzarella. The way these mix, the ratio they put it, the way they cook it, when you put it in your mouth and you chew on the first bite of the slice, it's like heaven. It's... There is a, a hint of char flavor to the cheese. You know how, like, uh, it's not griddled cheese. Like, if you get cheese on a pan and you cook it, it gets a little brown. You know, I love that. 
this had a hint of that flavor because it's such a high heat oven they they cook it in it's just perfect the uh, tomato sauce is light not bitter not heavy the dough is fresh this this is the one place if I had to choose out of everything I ate this would be the one place I would go back to again and again and it's a can't miss uh, Sunshine Seasons, the kids' salmon, their salmon is amazing. The value is amazing. That's something you have to get. The We went during uh, the holidays, which is still going on right now, and they have the food booths, uh, Festival of Holidays at, at Epcot. The Mickey Liquid Nitro Cake, it's a cake pop that is a almost, it's almost like a brownie shaped like a Mickey, and they dip it in house-made... Um, chocolate and then nitro freeze it it is so good it's moist inside it's the best dessert i had at disney world uh the salmon latka was really good it's a salmon it's almost like hash browns with uh, smoked salmon mixed with like sour cream and chives on top that was really good um we went to the new a new place that opened called eat it's an Indian place that replaced, um, it replaced uh, Wolfgang Puck Express, which used to be my favorite. Uh, I got the Sag Paneer pizza. It was good. Nothing amazing. It was $14. I will go back and try something else there. Um, another highlight, Boathouse. The Mahi Sandwich consistently one of the best things you get at Disney World fresh fish the tartar sauce the bread is house made fries are excellent um the the free complimentary bread they bring it's like the Hawaiian sweet Hawaiian rolls with the special butter and then the view of the lake it's the perfect place in Disney Springs to eat that is a 100% a highlight and we'll go back to every time Gideon's the hype is real the cookie unbelievable I got three flavors I got the pistachio toffee which was the best one my second favorite cookies and cream is so good and I also got the banana nut which I wouldn't get again um, one bite of these cookies will last you like a whole cup of tea it's that rich and it's soft it's six dollars which is a wonderful value because it's a huge, heavy cookie. Worth the wait. It had a three-hour, um, a three-hour, uh, uh, what do you call it? Virtual queue, which we were at Disney Springs anyways for a few hours, so it wasn't a big deal. Uh, definitely got to do that. The Beignet Scat Cats Club at um, Port Orleans French Quarter. Beignets here are filled fresh. They're not empty inside with air like Disneyland's is. Disneyland's beignet is so disappointing. Um, here it's 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 wonderful with the chocolate ganache dip they give you. That was really good. Um, yeah, I think and a lot of things I did was I cooked it, I cooked in the room. And you'll see it in my videos. 
that was some of my favorite things to do. Cook an egg in the morning, a late night dinner. A lot of places close at like 9 p.m. And you want to be in the parks and do other stuff. So you don't want to rush to dinner. So there's a lot of things. It's easier to just get back from the parks and just cook in your room, you know. I take a uh, hot plate with me and a pot and order groceries and cook. Um, some other things that we did, um, Animal Kingdom, they have this live violin player in the front area for the holidays playing holiday music. That was one of my favorite things I experienced. The energy was amazing. You'll see it in the video. It was, it was so, so good. Interacts with the crowd as you walk through. Um, Magic Kingdom was amazing as always. Uh, Jingle Cruise was fun. Uh, Pirates is still my favorite. Uh, the crowds, it was, uh, it was standard crowds. But as our time went on, as we got deeper into December, I, I felt it getting busier and busier. Uh, so that's something to keep in mind of. Um, I did get a bath bomb. A bath bomb is, uh, at, this was from Grand Floridian. They have, uh, this place called Basin on the top. It was $7. It was called Wishes. That's what got me. Some of fireworks wishes sucker. Anyways, inside, oh, you put it in the tub. It bubbles and fizzes and makes it all smell good and and makes it, gives it this color and glitter and all this. And then in the middle of it, when it's all done, there was a toy and it was a baby unicorn. <laughs> that was cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, all in all, amazing trip as always. Disney World is my number one destination. I've been to Hawaii, uh, Lani. I've been on a Disney cruise. Disney World is number one. If you do it, if you have the budget, you stay at their amazing hotels. It's just unbeatable. Um, Wilderness Lodge is amazing. Polynesian is amazing. Grand Floridian. I missed it. I missed uh, not staying there too. I want to stay at all these places every trip, you know. But alas, time is finite, finite, not infinite. So, and neither are funds, right? So, anyways, um, hope you catch the whole trip on video on my YouTube Disney World Vacationer. Uh, you'll get a lot more out of it. This is a deeper discussion, but on video I talk about this stuff and you can see it with your own eyes and hear it and see how you like it. Anyways, thank you for joining me. Until next time, have a wonderful day. Bye.